And we're off. Let's do it. Uh, we are not on a Friday, but Thursday night might be the second best day of the week. Um, special mm. guest tonight, America's best friend, Alex, is out in Mexico um, enjoying his life. So we brought in my first best friend uh, from when I was two years old at 232 Lafayette Lane in Wayne, Pennsylvania at the time, uh, John Brunig. But before we get to John, Maddie, tell me about the week. What do we expect? Um, I think we talked about this a little bit the other night. It's going to be a fun week. I think these are all going to be fun games. I think I don't see a path to Jacksonville really doing much, but they've had a great season and it's a great story. And so it's fine. Like this is where that road ends for them, but that's okay. Successful season compared to the Urban Meyer disaster of last year. Um, I'm actually like, I'm excited to, you know, I'm, I'm used to, this is the usual, um, divisional round setup two and two, whereas, you know, you get a bunch of extra games because of the extra team on the first week. So I'm pumped. It's going to be a fun weekend. I'm, I'm looking forward to that Cincy Buffalo game. If the weather holds up, we're going to get a nice weather report from John. Um, if the weather holds up, that's going to be a fun game. Dallas San Fran is going to be a real nice way to cap the weekend. And the fact that it's a six 30 game, just such a nice time. It reminds me of when I lived in Colorado and all those games started a few hours earlier. Ugh. It'll end at a normal time. And you like you don't have to ruin your whole next day to watch that game. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. So, Johnny, um, hey guys, <laughs> I, I don't think I've called you that uh, my entire life. But <laughs> I feel like for the podcast, we we need to, you know, <laughs> embrace embrace that. So you've been a, an Eagles fan. Um you know, for, for your entire life, we don't need to get into the Broncos yet. We can, we can drill into that a little bit later, (laughs) but you have early, early experience with uh, my fandom of the Denver Broncos. So why don't we just do it, get it over with. We'll, we'll listeners if they want to keep going. Poor guy. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, he had a few good years there. I mean, the, 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 the Peyton years, you know, but yeah. Um, but a lot of it was just like the Eagles though, you know, the, like the, uh, the fan, uh, who's in his will said, you know, oh, I want the Eagles to be my pallbearers so they can let me down one last time. You know? <laughs> uh, and it, we had a similar upbringing cause the Broncos were, you know, a very similar team as the Eagles. They kind of get close or they just suck or whatever. <laughs> but one of my one of my favorite memories from uh, Mike and the Broncos was uh, what was the Super eighty six was that the Elway Super Bowl? Well, he had three. Like it was, I think eighty six, eighty eight, eighty nine, eighty six was the drive, right? Yeah, eighty. Yeah, I think it was eighty six. And um, Martha, uh, uh, Mike's mom, made a, and they were they were so popular at the time. The cookie cakes, you know? Oh they, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, was, that, that was the time for those. I haven't seen one in forever, but, uh, and she, you know, decorated it all nice, nice. And then Broncos Super Bowl. Of course, Mike was let down that night and I was over <laughs> at the Gibson house watching the Super Bowl and, uh, their black lab, one of many black labs, the Gibson have, um, he hops up on the counter and flips the cookie cake upside down. <laughs> and Mike's like, before the game even started, Mike's like in tears. Martha's going, it's okay, we'll fix it. 
ruins the whole game for him because of the cake. It wasn't his first letdown. It was just like, it was just a preamble to the whole night. It was like, this isn't going to go well for you. <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's fitting though, that they lost, they lost to the giants in that one. Right. I believe so. Yeah. So we've all, yeah, we've all experienced, giants and we've all experienced some giants turmoil here on this podcast. We've all been bitten by the giants at some point. So, in time. No, let's not go into that this week. Come on. <laughs> no, no, not this no, week. I, not this I've, week. I've got your back. Um, no, not this thank week you for indulging me. Uh, John. Um, this is a reminder of like, I, I used to knock on the door. Um, I was told by Bill Brunig, John's dad, like, hey, you can't just walk in through our garage and and <laughs> enter the house. Like, Why not? We need to knock first. And so I would just knock and then I'd enter and say, like, hey, how's the Brunig family doing today? <laughs> and uh, yeah. so that's my dad. My dad still tells that joke to this day. He's like, knock and then just walk in. Uh, thir- you know, half a second after knocking. Yeah. Yeah. So um, very Kramer, like you were the Kramer of the, uh, good role for you. Good role. Pretty much. So Johnny is, is John. I'm, I'm going to stop calling you Johnny at some point. I'm just excited to see you. I haven't seen you for 13 years. And uh, so anyway, John's going to uh, give us his pick of the week. Um, and I think we're going, John, you said yeah. running um, back defense. I, I, we're going to give you two. They're going to give me two. They t- you told me one and I really wanted to go with Boston Scott. Cause he's like dubbed the giant slayer, but uh, you know, after seeing it, I really don't think he gets enough volume in this yeah. game. He probably gets a touchdown from like the nine yard line. He seems to get the ball inside the 10 and score. But, uh, you know, he might just get a few carries. So um, Miles Sanders uh, torched the Giants last game. I'm hoping that's going to happen again. And I think they'll go run heavy, maybe trying to protect Hertz's shoulder um, a a little bit. So I also think Miles Sanders, when he plays um, uh, when he plays against the Giants, he um, he he's like the little brother. He played second fiddle uh, uh, to the Barkley. um, to Barkley. Yeah. And I think he yeah. really tries hard because he, they both went to Penn state and um, I really That's think, he played, I think he really likes to show him up if he can. So um, I'm going with Miles Sanders. I hope he has a, the exact game he did against the giants earlier in the season. I like that angle. I hadn't thought of that with the, with Barkley and Sanders. Cause he wasn't in shadow there. That's kind of like the, um, yeah. Who, do, who does the shower narrative? Gibby, which which writer is that where it's like if if the quarterback and the um the receiver or the running back are like roommates and buddies and do everything together, those guys tend to have bigger games. It's some weird. I don't know who writes it, but it's kind of along those lines. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I give it more now. We haven't we haven't gone down that road, but yeah, every game I feel like he tries really hard to outshine Barkley. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I love it. And then tell me about the Eagles defense. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I, I like Eagles D, you know, I don't think the giants offense is that good. I feel like the last game, I feel like they played the second or third best game last week, um, you know, behind San Francisco, maybe Dallas. I think they looked really good, but they were also on a week rest. I feel like Barkley gets, you know, a little banged up and, um, uh, you know, I just don't think they're going to have as good a week. They pretty much had a bye week. 
And I think yeah. the Eagles coming off their bye week, Eagles uh, get a lot of turnovers. Uh, they got um, Gardner Johnson back, uh, mm-hmm. who, you know, is awesome. He's been great this year. I think they hopefully get a, uh, a pick. And uh, Jones doesn't take care of the ball as well he does in the last game. So I wrote him my whole fantasy year, um, and they did very well for me. So let's roll with them. I love it. Sold. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun to get. No offense, Alex. I know you're in Mexico. You're in a pool. Or He's going to be crying in a hot tub late night when everybody goes <laughs> to bed. He's like, oh, this. wait. But it is great to get a different perspective from a different fan base that uh, is not Denver focused um, outside. Of so <laughs> if I know if I know AB, he's going to be like uh, I forgot his name, but um, Steve Buscemi from Happy Happy Gilmore, or sorry, Billy Madison, when he's on the couch with the lipstick and he's crossing names off. <laughs> that's that's how I'm picturing AB this week as he's just trying to enjoy his vacation, but he's so sad that he's missing this. I know, I know. Um, Maddie, do you want to yeah. take us through? Uh, a little bit more of the lineup. You, you've got quarterback, wide receiver. Um, I'll jump in on the extra running backs too. Yeah, I didn't see a whole lot of reason to to play any Jaguars. Like I know that's the highest total, and I know that it stands to reason they're going to have to play catch up. But every time I talk myself into this team's going to get blown out, so it's just going to be garbage time. The team just gets blown out and never scores any points. So I'm I'm staying away from Jacksonville. I think Cincy and Buffalo's got the highest shootout potential. Allen has the safest it, at this point in time when you're only really you're picking from like four quarterbacks. Right. There are so eight, eight teams available. Yeah. So like you don't get cute here, right? You're just gonna pick one of those guys and roll with it. So I like Allen. Um, since he's susceptible to the pass too. They stop the run a lot better. Um, their linebackers, other than Logan Wilson, don't do a lot in coverage. And their cornerbacks and safeties, you know, it's it's an average unit. So if you're gonna get exploited, it's probably gonna be there. So the stack is um, the game stack is Allen and then Gabe Davis just to save a little bit of money off of digs at receiver. And yeah. then um, now here's where we can get a little spicy. If you want to play Jamar chase for the receiver run back. Great. If you want to save $1,500, you can play T Higgins. They kind of end up producing right about the same amount. So not to like throw the whole lineup into flux, but if anybody wants to swap chase out, to be able yep. to upgrade from our third receiver, which is Darius Slayton in a game where we know the Eagles are going to be out and the giants are going to have to be throwing the ball. Then you can go that route as well. But I think stacking that Buffalo Cincy game is the move. Well, so I, I think the move, if you're going to move off Jamar chase to T Higgins would potentially be at tight end. Um, Hayden Hurst is there, yeah. but like, do you want to, you know, stretch your budget a little bit and yep. with Kelsey? Um, because yep. there is, there's a floor at $5,000. Um, and yes, there's a firewall there. Yeah. Is the floor. So, so I think, uh, you know, you want to be careful there. Um, Jarek McKinnon, I, I think, you know, let's AB would stamp approve. It's, yeah. He'd want that for us. It's good to go. Um, yeah. he's scoring, uh, at like an unsustainable rate. But I feel like it's going to continue like two touchdowns. Well, but it's six straight weeks of at least one score. Yeah. And and he played for a half against Los. Yeah, that's to me, that's sustainable. I mean, he's how many more weeks would he have to do it for us to be like, I don't know about that seventh straight week. It's Saquon Barkley numbers. Johnny, you think I told you I'd stop calling you Johnny. Don't you Um, dare. (laughs) 
anything that you you would like to uh to chime in on anything that that you see from other like running backs quarterbacks wide receiver yeah yeah i mean i i would i don't know i would you know you guys don't have the money left here but i wouldn't do gabe davis but you know um i do i mean i think Diggs is just shows up in these games you know um, could you could you swap God, Davis for Diggs and Chase for Higgins? Does that work? I don't know. Don't you guys think he just shows up in these games like these? Oh, he games? always does. Yeah, you he's awesome. Yeah, the, uh, the Minnesota Miracle, like you know, yeah. it, you know, in this, I don't know. This game. Oh, we can do it. Interested in it? We can do this it. Game has so much emotion. Oh I'm really looking forward to this game. It's got so much emotion to it. It's crazy yeah. that the two teams are playing again. I know. You know, uh, it's it's going to be it'll be crazy and uh and i think you're right i think it's going to be a shootout yeah yeah and all the news on hamlin has been positive so everybody's like ready to like kind of let you know as much as you can possibly put that behind you they're in a play like i think this is going to be a pretty spirited game but i like that swap i'd rather Diggs than davis and i view higgins and chase as basically identical in that offense yeah Diggs just i don't know he's i i really like Diggs. i've I've had i had a premonition like I think it was last week where I said, okay, there's, there's always an MVP of, of the playoffs. It's not the quarterback. It's not the Super Bowl MVP, but the guy that the media gloms onto. And I, I pegged Davis or Diggs rather is that guy. And, yeah. and this could be the week that it's, it's a Diggs week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's I, on the front and center of ESPN.com and, and, you know, running everything on Bleacher Report. It's all through Diggs. So I could, I could very well see that. I think too, if you want to, um, if anybody's looking to slide a different receiver in at some point, Ayuk is 6,500. I think that game is going to be, there's going to be a decent amount of offense in that game. And he's been, he's been playing really well. And Dallas is definitely really beatable. Well. Yeah, Dallas is beatable. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, and everybody just plays Debo, and I I don't really get it. Like, I'm not sure what the draw is there. I mean, I think it's last year. I think everyone's like still thinking about like, oh, he used to run ball 15 times a game. Yeah, but you're right though. To get home, he's got to get half to have a week like he had last week. Six grabs for a buck, and everything else has not been very good. So I don't know. A little pivot if you want it. Yeah. Um. So to finish up running backs, we've got McKinnon. Like he's been scoring thirty points a week when he's been playing regularly. Like the McKinnon pick, yeah. Um, and then Devin Singletary at flex. You know how many times does Diggs get down to like the three yard line, or or does Gabe Davis? Uh, Gabe Dave, Gabe Davis usually scores, but Singletary, um, I feel like, is there to clean up the the mess that's the game that's the game to stack and so we'll go down 13 parries 38 yards and maybe two touchdowns and goes, 1500, goes, like it's, it's it's a it's an easy pick uh yeah tight end we bills heavy though you're going bills heavy here though that's the only thing are we am i allowed this, so, this feels like a week two lineup where i had seven uh, broncos starting <laughs> that was a mistake with 10 lineups, thankfully we were able to get past that quickly <laughs> And the Bills didn't play all that, you know, last week they kind of survived, you know. But yeah. going against a, a um, divisional foe that for the third time is never going to be easy. The Eagles got it this week, too. And it's not going to be easy, you know, beating someone three times or going against them for the third time stuff. Yeah. And so, 
Yeah, it's up. It's it's a coin flip. You could pivot off of Singletary to uh, to Cook if you want to as well. You save a hundred dollars, but it's the same play. So, John, what does the lead up to Eagles playoff look like? I mean, you get you won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. a few years ago. Um, yeah. that I'd like to remind everyone in New England about. Um, but what what does it look like for an Eagles fan getting into? Hey, we're playoff bound. We're Kind of number one seed, you're kind of the favorite. It's it's weird. It feels a lot like the Super Bowl year where we were number one seed. We looked the best during the year. I think, I, I mean, in my mind, I think the Eagles were playing the best football. You know, all, you know, at some points they were the best team and no one was playing better football than them all year, in my opinion, uh, yeah. for about four games. Yeah. And, but, you know, then you get an injury to a quarterback like Wentz. Wentz was like MVP, you know, yeah. easy. Brady took it because he couldn't play. Hertz gets injured in like a similar week. And then all of a sudden we're like tumbling, freaking out. It's not going to happen. But Hertz is playing. That's different. But the team's confidence, they haven't played as well. So it's funny. It feels they're not underdogs. They, you know, they're, they're favored in this game. But it oddly feels very similar to that year to me yeah. because they, you yeah. know, they, the record is good. They got the first round by then their quarterback goes down and all of a sudden you're like freaking out. Like it's not going to happen. So, you know, I mean, I, I never get my hopes up. I feel like just cause I don't want to get crushed, but um, you know, I, I do feel good about this team. I like that they're being discounted because I think they hear that in the locker room. And I, I kind of like that. I like that underdog mentality. It's very Philly. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're going into it. You hope they can get that mojo back where they've killed the giants. They killed the Titans, even though the Titans were, that was like the start of the Titans downfall. Um, you know, they had about four games there. They were just, you know, they were almost unbeatable. You know, they're two wide receivers. You go to either of them, their running game is going, they, you know, they've had 70 sacks this year. I mean, they've built such a good roster. You just hope they can kind of gel that back together like midseason. So we'll see. It's all about, um, personally, I think more important or just as important as Hertz is Lane Johnson. Guys don't let a sack. Mm. He doesn't let a sack. Like, who who does that? Yeah. So he's he's almost more important or just as important as Hertz. If he can, you know, his availability at his percentage, you know, what is he? Is is he 100%? Is he 80 so it feels interesting. It feels very similar to that year where you're like not expecting much because of the last few games. Um, they just didn't play all that well, injuries, all that. So, but no, I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It'd be really fun to go through Giants Cowboys <laughs> into the yeah. Super Bowl. It'd yeah, really it would. Amazing. Yeah, it would. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't, you know, now that I picked Miles Sanders in the defense, they're probably going to suck. So that's, <laughs> that's what happens. I'm like, I shouldn't even go on this podcast. I'm going to screw everything up. <laughs> no, 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 you're safe here. Um, I've, I've picked Jerry Judy in Denver's defense. Yeah. Multiple, yeah it's just um, like you, you picked it. Look what happened to you. You picked all the Broncos in week two. Look what happened. Everything like, was fine, John. <laughs> It was not. We knew deep down. I knew it wasn't fine, but I couldn't stop you. I needed you. It was that young, that fresh excitement of a new season, ready to ride, and it just felt the the wheels came off so fast. So you picked Tom Brady last week. Look what happened. You did, Gibby. You knew you should. I I wanted to send him off in style. 
Um, you knew you knew better. <laughs> I felt like I was personally responsible for his uh, retirement, which I've been rooting for for twenty years. Um, oh, man. <laughs> but so, John, you're in Block Island. Um, you live there year round. How many year round residents are there on mm. Block Island? There's about a thousand of us year round. Yeah, that that's okay. a, about a thousand. Yeah. Does it get like super isolated? Like how, tell me about the winters there, the off season before we, we. I I love the off season here. It's quiet. My my job is very summer based. So it's very stressful in the summer. I love the summers too, but I can't wait for them to end. I mean, I was just driving. I was actually on the mainland today uh, for the first time in a while, um, just to go to the dentist. And um, I came back and, you know, it was so dark and, you know, yeah. we came back, yeah. it was the sun and there was like no lights on anywhere, no street lights, no lights and homes. And I just actually, con- I like, you know, I commented to my family. I was like, oh, it's so dark here. It's nice. And, uh, but you know, I, I love it out here. It's an interesting place to live. Uh, Mike's been out here, I think two times. Uh, I, I got a good story for about that is uh, Mike was like a, he, he gave a try at surfing for a little bit, I believe. I don't know whether you I'm still a terrible or not. Surfer. What can yeah. he do? But, uh, <laughs> but so my boss at the time, still a really good friend. And uh, he's a, you know, a really good surfer, surf block island for a long time, knew all the breaks knew all, you know, he knew everything about it, taught me a lot about it. So I'm like, Hey, my buddy's a surfer. You know, he brought Mike brought his board out and like, he, he like, like he takes him out and he like took him out to like, you know, Mike's just a beginner. He takes him out to like the South side, which is, you know, there's rocks everywhere. Yeah. Oh my God. I he looked like, was like, was not like I just sent him along. I just sent him along and like Mike came back in my, in my Jeep. I think I think I let him borrow my Jeep and I was at work or something. I don't remember the whole thing, but he came back and his eyes were like huge. And he was like, <laughs> Oh, he, th- I, he thought he was going to die. <laughs> he was like, there was rocks everywhere. I don't trust the water so either. Out of his mind. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, my boss gravy. I was like, what'd you do to him? man?" <laughs> I was like, but man, he, do you remember that? I do. So you're, You've got two stories, same trip. Um, so I did go out with gravy and I was like, I just sat on the beach for most of the, like two hours. And then you were you like, no way, I'm not even paddling out. <laughs> yeah, I, I paddled out and then I'm like, nope, um, too many rocks and I'm going to kill myself and I'm good. <laughs> so I valued life for a minute, uh, knowing that I'm not a good surfer, like, uh, yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> Surfing's you hard, limitations. though. You knew your limitations, which is important when it comes to water in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. And then yes. you did let me borrow your Jeep. And I had driven like a standard maybe about five times in my entire life. And I couldn't get up the hill for a second. And some drunk people came out. So I let like, you know, a couple that was you know, just took the ferry over from, uh, yeah, from Long Island <laughs> and took your Jeep and dropped, dropped the Jeep off. They went over to the next bar. Um, this is the first time like, hearing of this, by the way, he's never told me that part of the story. No, I didn't tell you the full story. <laughs> I, it's going to take me so long to hear all the Gibby stories. I feel like you've lived like nine different lives. I, 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 I have, but, um, 
John. I was the first life, though. I was the first life. Yeah. No, he, he I, actually he so he texted me beforehand because so Gibby a little behind a little inside baseball before any podcast, Gibby will text me and he'll kind of give me like a, essentially a show sheet of his brain and tell me all the things that he's thinking, but they don't always connect. And so I'd be able to find a way to like piece together all the things he's telling me. And then it finally hit me. He's like, his brain went, you know, I don't have AB, America's best friend. So I've got to go. His brain just said, I've got to get my very first best friend. It's the only substitution we can make. And he explained the whole thing at the at the bottom. That was the last line. I was like, you could, I was thinking you could have just started there. That makes perfect sense. I would have followed you all the way back up to the top eventually. But yeah, this feels good. This is uh, for continuity purposes. This is, this is going to be good. This is good for our OCD for sure. And, and John, it is honestly like an absolute pleasure to see you. Hang on. We're going to more inside baseball. We're going to stop recording, but we're going to hang out with you. For we never stop recording. We record 24 um, seven, Gibby nonstop. <laughs> but honestly, um, thank you, America, for listening to us. Uh, John, thank you. Um, this is an honor. This has been great. This is such an honor to come come with you guys. Yeah, it's like this is awesome. Thanks for coming, man. It's been good. It's, it's nice to get a fan of a different team besides the Broncos on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and also thank you to Libby, um, RIP, uh, for wrecking the cake, um, the cookie cake that, that Martha worked so hard on. <laughs> Take care, guys. See you guys. Like this yeah. weekend. Thank you. Thank you.